Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. On the free Odyssey app. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Final two hours of the week, Ben and Woods, Sam Levitt sitting in for Woodsy, Italian Paul sitting in for Paul today as they head out to a fantasy camp and will be broadcasting next week, Tuesday through Friday, uh, from the Padres Spring Training Complex in Peoria, Arizona. We'll have uh, alumni guests on all week and get the story from uh, Paul and Woods out there in Arizona. Uh, today, though, guys, is uh, a big money day for the select few out there, uh, some in the baseball world and uh, some perhaps uh, just in the real world, if you get really, really lucky, uh, today the Mega Millions jackpot, I don't know if you're a lottery player, Sam, has reached an estimated $1.35 billion, the second largest jackpot in the lottery's history tonight after no one won the $1.1 billion mm. jackpot on Tuesday. Well, night. I, I wasn't interested at one point one billion, but at one point three billion. So I don't. I don't buy. I'm in. Generally, don't buy lottery tickets. However, when it gets to like huge numbers, I don't mind. You know, grabbing a couple of tickets. I mean, if you know, fate wills it and really wants me to win, you do have to play to win. Now I know the odds are astronomical, astronomical against you to win this, but I also know. Eventually, someone does win. Someone out there uh, defies the astronomical odds and wins the lottery. Now, when you buy a lotto ticket, do you pick your own numbers? Do you do it no. randomly? I do randomly. because I, I would do it randomly. Because, I figure fate is what right. decides it. So I need to let fate happen as opposed to trying to force it by picking my own favorite numbers. What goes through my mind, too, is like if there is some sort of, I don't know, system somewhere that selects maybe like they're like okay we're gonna pick a winner this day and it spits out the right numbers i i i, I actually trust the system it's transparent enough all right you, you pick your number however you pick your numbers you've got your ticket right you can actually watch the balls getting spit well, out so of the the hopper right now you know they match or not but the balls are the balls right. they're coming out that's a good point and you get to see that and they got the lady whoever it is who right. goes oh number 17, number 51, now, number growing 9. Up, growing up in New York, you used to be able to, around like the 11 o'clock news, 10 o'clock news, I don't remember, watch that on the news. Can you do that here? In California, I think they do it online now, okay. but uh, then 
usually within the next 30 minutes or an hour, they'll be able to tell you whether there was a winner right. or not or whether it's going to carry over for another potentially record jackpot. If no one wins tonight, the all-time record is $1.537 billion, which was uh, won by someone in South Carolina in 2018. Hmm. Uh, the cash payout for that one was $707 million. So you figure if you take the cash option win tonight, it'll be somewhere in the six. Hundred and something million dollar range. Well, what's it, what's the other option? Well, you can take it as uh, annual payments for twenty years. Oh no, I want it so all divide now. it by twenty. I mean, if you're dividing one point three five billion by twenty, you're still getting what four fifty to sixty billion million a year every year for twenty years. Either way, you're doing quite well, and you're set for life, and your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids many generations of wealth if what, you actually win that one what would you do if you won i would continue to show up here and work oh, with there's no woods way. and paul every morning getting up at 4 a.m yeah I, I probably would take some time off and travel see the world i'd always wanted to you you could become co-owner i would of the padres i could yeah you'd have the money to buy into a, a major league baseball franchise i really do the one thing because i've worked so much i i basically the day i finished college i started at the radio station the old mighty 690 radio station here in san diego and since that day i have been full-time radio and or television for 26 years and have never been like in between employments at all. I've been, I mean, even when I've changed jobs, it's been like right. one day to the next, you know, at most was, you know, we left the, the old station and got here and there, we Woods had his honeymoon. So we waited, we had about a month in between, but I was still working TV all the time between then. So I've never really taken a month or two off to do something. So I definitely want to take some time off and I've wanted to travel and, Having that kind of money, you could really travel you in could. style. Private jets, first, first class, you could do the the yacht, the private yacht around the world, something like that. I would definitely want to to do do some traveling, do some golfing, relax. I think I would. Um, one thing I would definitely do is uh, I would take my health a little more seriously because, like, all of a sudden, I would really want to live for a long time. With that kind of money. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, personal trainer and personal we're trainer. Get to the exercise the, uh, is going to be a much more what are they, the, the cryo, priority. The cryotherapy. Yeah, yeah we're going to do all the go vegan. Anything that can make you last a few years longer, because if you got a billion dollars to spend, I want to make sure I have enough time to spend yes, it. Have to make over sure. the next few decades. Now, what's interesting about today, in particular, though, if you really are someone who believes in luck, in fate, in superstition, whatever, today is also Friday. The 13th mm-hmm. of January, Friday the 13th, usually considered to be an unlucky day in, in most superstitious circles, although some people think 13 is a lucky number. Manny Machado wears, of course, number 13, and some people have no superstitions at all about it. Are you a superstitious person? No, all, not, Sam? not in that sense. Not in that sense. Now, I'll do, like, other things, like, kind of personal, like, oh, I, if I did this one day, I'll do it the next day. Like, I used to be like that growing up, like, with my teams. Like, I was very, if they won the night before, I would try to do the same things or do something similar. But, no, not the Friday the 13th, not walking under ladders, not stepping on cracks on the sidewalk, that stuff on a All right, I, um, 
I don't walk under ladders, but it that just seems somewhat like dangerous, like you could fall on you. So I don't do the walking under the ladders, but it's not because I feel like it's bad luck. Italian Paul, any superstitions? When it comes again, when it comes to sports, that's about it. But other than that, no, I'm pretty much in lockstep with Sam on that. I one. do feel like in sports, now what you do as a fan doesn't matter at all. Sorry. What <laughs> kind what side of the your pants, your wallet's in, it does it doesn't matter. Now for players, they may call them superstitions, like I, I need to wear this wristband, I need to use this glove. I do think that there is a element of routine of doing something that just makes you feel confident, you know, puts you in the right mental place. Call it a superstition if you want. But, you know, what was it, Wade Boggs and eating this chicken and whatever it is, it just puts you in the right mental place to compete and to get out there. You call it a superstition. I think for more people, it's just a regiment. It's a routine. It's just part of a routine. And at some point, maybe it becomes overly habitual and becomes a superstition but if you do something out of the ordinary, if you change your you change your normal routine, we all feel it. You know, you you just feel a little out of sorts on a day where you miss like a normal something that you do. Right. I agree. I actually I meant to bring this up uh during the first hour, but one big change for me today is I've been trying to get into uh, this is totally random intermittent fasting where you don't eat for a period of time and then you eat for like an eight hour period. I, it does work. I've tried it before. I've tried to do it from noon to eight PM the last few days now, 11 a.m. gets saw, really rough especially when you wake up yes. early in the morning for a well show you like saw this. this morning i ate breakfast yeah. here this morning yeah. so i didn't do it today because i was like i don't yeah i don't want to feel hungry during this show i've never really done a show like this but it's uh that was this isn't superstitious but that was a big change in my uh, daily regimen and routine now um let's see, guys like Juan Soto would not have to win the lottery to cash in today because no. today is also They're okay. uh, a key day in the baseball <laughs> offseason. Today is the final day that teams can reach agreement with eligible arbitration players before having to exchange arbitration figures. If they don't come to a, a settlement today, then uh, the team will submit a number, the player will submit a number, and if they don't get that done, at some point during spring training, they'll actually go to the arbitration hearing where right. the, the arbitration judge, the arbitrator, will decide whether the player makes the player's submitted number or the team's submitted number for the upcoming season. Now, they're, they're signed. You don't lose the player. But most of the time, though, they they don't really want to go to that process. In fact, I don't believe A.J. Preller, as general manager, has ever gone to an arbitration hearing. They have always settled either before exchanging numbers or at the very worst, the numbers were exchanged and then they met somewhere in the right. middle before the arbitration hearing and got it done. So, and, and I don't think that's even happened very often. So expect Juan Soto and other players probably to be signed today. Right. Uh, so they just get that off the table and not worry about it in spring training. And, and this stuff is important, even though we don't talk about it a ton unless there's an issue between the team and the player. But this stuff is important because sometimes there are situations where feelings get hurt if the team values a player at a much lower rate than the player values themselves and, and that can be a thing well yeah it's certainly in an arbitration hearing right. i've heard that those can be pretty gnarly yeah. because the team has to sit there and basically go through for however long why you take don't going, deserve this, this money. guy right. this, here's why this guy is not that good 
And no one wants to hear a litany of reasons why right. they're not that good. We should have a Ben and Woods arbitration hearing right. one day. And for and, and for and for guys that <laughs> for guys that aren't even at free agency yet, who that team may have interest in yes. signing long term. It can get yeah, it's, it can get weird. Can you imagine one day where we do the Ben and Woods arbitration hearing and who someone has to argue all the reasons why Woods doesn't deserve the salary that he thinks he deserves? I would love to. I would love to ask Paul. Who would get the higher arbitration the value, arbitrator, of Ben yes. or Woods? You could have a special Festivus show next season, next year, instead of uh, <laughs> instead of the Christmas show. You could do the Christmas show at a Festivus show. Our arbitration show. Arbitration <laughs> show. Um, so, yeah, they don't really like to do it. But even, as you said, even the exchanging of the numbers can lead to a, a bit of a hurt feeling. It's like, oh. I mean, Juan Soto made, I think, 11-something last year. He's due... Uh, for a raise again, they all are in their final year of arbitration. I think I've heard you know, around eighteen million is what's expected. But you know, if the Padres offer fifteen and Juan Soto asks for twenty-one, yeah, there could be a bit of a you know the bit of a sticky wicket for sure. the team if it if it comes to that. Which is why, for the most part, AJ Preller has never let it come to that. And just I mean, at this point, they're spending so much money, right? Just, just kind of get it done today and stop worrying about the arbitration process. Yeah, you don't anticipate there will be many problems at all. Uh, but it, it is interesting because the Padres do have a few really important players that are arbitration eligible. Soto being one, Hader being another, Jake Cronenworth being another, um, Trent Grisham and uh, Austin Nola. list goes on and on. So, um, you know, hopefully uh, no uh, disagreements or issues. I, I, I'm with you. I don't now, think there now will Now, one be. reason why the Padres would want to save a little bit and even if it it doesn't seem like a, a month five hundred thousand here a million there remember they're going to be over the luxury tax so all the money this arbitration money will also eventually be double taxed on the luxury tax mm. so even like a two or three million savings if they can squeeze it out in arbitration could then save peter seidler another you know few hundred thousand or a million on that luxury tax payment at the end of the year. So there there's some factors to consider as they head into this the final day uh to get those done before arbitration numbers are exchanged. Mm. All right, something else interesting that I want to talk about when we come back. By the way, Craig Elston is going to join us his regular Friday feature. We pushed it back to 8:35 this morning, but he's going to be with us in about 20 minutes with his uh streaming platform rankings heading into 2023. Where to spend your money? Is it Netflix? Is it Hulu, is it HBO Plus? Uh, what are the packages that you need? Which ones can you, you maybe set aside here <laughs> or, for Or maybe you spent it all on the lottery Yeah, today. that's true. It's it's all gone. You have no TV <laughs> watching ahead of you. So it's Craig Elston at 835. But there was a story I saw yesterday about minor league baseball, specifically AAA this year, and the robot umps are coming. But there's a twist. We'll have that for you coming up after a check of traffic with more Ben and Sam Levitt on Ben and Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Danny, ever really get enough of 97.3 The Fan? Catch up on anything you missed with the Ben and Woods Show, Coach John Quintero, or Gwyn and Chris podcast right now on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, including Inside San Diego Baseball with Sam Levitt. I've been a guest on the Sam Levitt That's podcast. That's right. Woodsy will be a future guest at some point. I think uh, we're actually planning that Stephen Woods will join me post-game after... Every Padres game, probably about 11 p.m., I, I love that idea. About yes, keep PM. him up as late as me. Yeah, it'll be the uh, Woods segment. We'll get his breakdown <laughs> of the game and get a preview of Ben and Woods beginning at 6 a.m. on 97.3 The Fan. so asleep. Sound asleep. 11 p.m., the Woods segment. Yeah, he has trouble making it all the way through home games as it is during the baseball season. So, yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Um, all right, so interesting uh, story I saw yesterday. We knew it was coming. Probably coming to the big league soon, but this year in all 30 AAA ballparks, including the Padres AAA affiliate of El Paso, uh, baseball is going to use the electronic strike zone, or as they call it, the ABS system, which is weird because ABS already stands for anti-lock braking system in cars. So they've they've kind of copied the ABS, and now they're calling it the automatic balls and strikes okay. system uh, in minor league baseball. But the twist here, and you tell me what you think, is that it's going to be deployed in two different ways. In half of the games, they're just going to have the robot umpire call the balls and strikes. And the home plate umpire, I don't, it doesn't have to do anything other than I make the signal he, that they... they I, I'm not totally sure how it works, but I know there's like an earpiece. Yeah. The umpire gets it, and they make the call. But they have no discretion right. on the call. If they hear a... The beep in their ear or wherever it is, they throw up the strike zone. If they don't hear it, it's a ball. They are an extension and, of the robot. And then when the when the pitcher looks at them funny or the manager yells from the dugout, they can just shrug and put up their arms. Right. It's like, wasn't my call. It was the robot strike zone. But 
The other half of the games will be played with a challenge system similar to that used by the best challenge system in all of sports, bar none. And the way I've been saying that Major League Baseball needs to do this for many years, professional tennis. Tennis has figured out how to do replay better than any other sport, Sam. If you watch a U.S. Open match or whatever, a French Open, Australian Open, they play, they have all the linesmen. That Nothing has really changed visually. They call it in or out just as they've done it. However, if a player thinks the call is wrong, they have the opportunity to challenge. And there's they get a plenty of challenges, enough per set, that they I've never seen a situation where a player has run out of challenges in a major match and it comes down to a call that they can't challenge. And the reason why they can have them is because the challenge takes about two seconds. Right. They run it. We see it on TV. They show the little mark where it landed on the court. Oh, it was half an inch out. Yep, that's out, not in. It's so easy to implement. It doesn't delay the match at all. It gets it right, and they move on. And in baseball, they're going to try that the same way. The umpire will stand behind home plate like he always does and call the balls and strikes. But if the batter or presumably the coach are really convinced, man, that was like that was like a foot low, they can go challenge and you know, hopefully within two or three seconds, the automated balls and strike system will come back and say, yes, you were absolutely right. That was not a strike. And they switch the call and they move on from there. Just change the count up and go on from there. And another really cool thing about the tennis is that not only is it a great system and it's quick and it's accurate, but it also adds another element of drama to the match because everybody watches whether it's on the screen at the uh, tennis court or it's on TV you see that ball heading towards the line and you do not know as you watch the replay whether it will be in or out so it, it even adds on to the entertainment value that's a fantastic of the match point. itself and baseball could do the exact same thing where you see the I guess the imaginary ball come out of the pitcher's hand it's sailing towards the strike zone, and you get to see whether it's a ball or strike and just how much it was a ball or strike. Did did a seam of the baseball clip the outside corner? Did it just miss? I am firmly in the camp that I would like the challenge system. I am firmly in the camp that I do not want the quote-unquote full robot umpires. I think that is a, uh, that's that's a fantastic point, Sammy, yes. that I didn't really think of, but I do. Even in watching tennis, I get a momentary thrill in seeing because we all we all see the play and we make our own snap judgment, whether it's in or out, whether it was a ball or a strike. No matter how bad our seats are, we're sitting in left field, you know, seventeen rows up, and we see the pitch and we still think that yeah, looked low and outside to me. You're a mile away and you still have an opinion on whether it's a ball <laughs> or a strike. So. Yeah, when I see them the replay and, and figure out, it, there is a little bit of a thrill, a satisfaction in figuring out, oh, yeah, I was right about that or I was wrong about that when they challenge it. It does add, and we're talking about baseball is entertainment. It's it's there for our entertainment, adding just a little extra bit of entertainment to the mix. I, I think also what the challenge system will do is it will, in part, remove some of the really egregious calls. 
and the ones that we see on social media that got shared over and over and over of a ball that's two feet outside, and even the pitcher has this look on his face like, oh my goodness, the batter. Everybody has this look of, I cannot believe that was called the strike, or I cannot believe that was called the ball. I feel like the challenge system will really, really fix that without it be without losing, and I, I may be in in the minority camp here of this opinion, without losing the human element of umpiring, which I personally, as a baseball fan, and again, there are probably people out there that totally disagree, I personally enjoy. I like the human element. I actually like that there is some arguing. I don't mind it. It doesn't need to be perfect, but I may be alone in that. So at least uh, for AAA this season, each team will be allowed three challenges per game. However, if you get it right, you don't lose one. So essentially you get three misses. I, I've i tended to observe that most of the time players know fairly instantly. I mean, Juan Soto, Trent Grisham, guys with really good eyes, we they don't see the box that we see on TV. But when a ball is you know an inch outside and it gets called a strike, Guys like Grisham, guys like Soto, they look back at the umpire pretty quickly. And it's like, yeah, he knew. He knew that was outside, and it was a wrong call. So my guess is that, that three will probably yeah. be enough. But it's you also don't want unlimited because then then they just yeah. challenge every close call all the time. And you don't really want that, as you're saying. You don't, right. you don't just want it to be constant series of yeah. every close pitch. There has to be some strategy involved. Like, okay, it was a... It was a a one one pitch, you know. It's not going to decide the at bat. You want to save them for those two strike pitches that right. you thought were balls, and they get called out. So instead of being out, your guy's still up with a chance to to bat again. You'll want to save them for the critical situations. Right. I I do wonder how much elaboration, and I assume there will be, between the player and the manager on what calls to use the challenge for and what calls to not use the challenge for. If this will be something where the players will have autonomy to say, I want to challenge it. It reminds me of what goes on in the NBA now with these, uh, with the, the, the foul reviews right. that they can challenge foul calls because you will see players immediately start waving yeah, their finger I, and say, look I at was, it. Do look at it again. And the head coach is like, this is, is like, not no, the time. we're not doing it. Not right? the time. Similar thing. One other point that I would make is if you're going to do the challenge system, I don't want necessarily then to have a guy in the clubhouse watching with the automated strike zone as it's going and then quickly like radioing down to the manager to say, oh, that wasn't a strike. You can challenge that. You're going to be right. I want there to be a human element on the challenges. I I want them there to be a chance that they're wrong because if they know right away, oh, the box didn't light up, it's not a strike, there's no every challenge will be correct. Right. You will never challenge one because you'll know well we'll get it wrong because hey it didn't it wasn't a strike uh, the the box already told us. So you're going to have to I think limit the access that players and coaches and clubhouse staffers have to the video feed with a box or the electronic system so they don't know for sure which way it goes one way or the other. I'm with you. The last thing that I want is for this to turn into there's a call and much like we see with the with the 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 replay reviews that can be challenged now is that the manager puts their hand up to say don't do anything until we have a chance to look at this because they have that time allotment to look at it and, and you see one of the other coaches go to the phone i do not want that at all because that makes the game slower 
Anything that makes the game slower, I'm out on. Bad. So Bad. this is like a split-second decision. Right. It's called, and the manager has to go like yes. within... Five seconds. Like five seconds or less. Three seconds. Yes or no? You're challenging it. Like, snap. Fact, right there. I, w- I would love where, hey, you know what? The pitcher and the catcher can kind of... All right, hey, that was a close one. All right, let's get ready to go here. Now, of course, the batter has to get in the batter's box, all that. <laughs> I don't know. But, but... With the pitch clock, like like a like a football team hustling to the line right. of scrimmage to get the snap off but before with, the other team can with, throw the red with flag. The, with the pitch clock, these things may be more realistic because hypothetically, and we're going to see this season how this starts and how it looks. Hypothetically, batters, pitchers, catchers, and in this case, managers would not have the time they're used to having to make that decision. I'm curious what Craig Elston has to say about this. He's going to join us next. He'll also have his Crossing Streams platform rankings uh, going into 2023, which is a very important service that he provides each year for the Ben and Woods Tier 1s. We'll do that. Coming up next, Ben, Sam Levitt this morning going until 10 o'clock on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Being a local TV guy for as long as I've been, there's nothing better than news you can use. And Craig Elston delivers that every year when he does his platform rankings. It really can, you know, maybe save a few dollars on your budget, know exactly where to spend your streaming dollars in 2023. I could use this because I don't watch much TV. So if I were to watch a lot of TV, I should know where to spend my hard-earned Cash. All right, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and we are joined by Craig Elston. Now, I don't know if Sam Levitt realizes this, but uh, Craig with the San Diego Soccers, we have had no more successful franchise in San Diego sports history than the Soccers. I do know this because I listen to this segment okay, quite often here on Ben and Rafter Royce. full of banners. Rafters full of banners. Uh, what are they? What are you guys at, Craig? Now sixteen. I always yeah, lose track. 16, two in a row. 16, yeah, two in a bad. row. They've won 25 games in a row currently. That's just the current win streak. And are unbeaten in regulation in the last 40, what is it? Six. 46, 46 games. Yeah. I, I have not, Craig, been to a soccer's game yet, admittedly. i got to get out there uh, before spring training. But I have watched highlights on social media, and I must say the place is rocking. I, I From the highlights, it looks great i'm excited to get there if you need to adopt a pet i think you can uh, kill two birds with one stone on sunday right craig 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. And Sammy, you know, we, we'd love to have you out on Sunday. If you've got a, a wild hair, man, it's a five o'clock kickoff. It's soccer's in Kansas City Comets, which is a matchup that goes back to 1982-83. Mm. Uh, it was the first time that those two franchises met two of the, the historic legacy franchises uh, in the sport of indoor soccer. And uh, it's Animal Friends Night on Sunday. And this has just really been a lot of fun all week. We're teaming up with several pet rescue uh, organizations from around the county, including Rancho Coastal Humane Society, uh, who we've been out on TV with uh, a couple of places around the market, but uh, not just them, several different dog and pet rescue uh, societies will be out there at front of the north entrance uh, of Pechanga Arena, 3.30 before the 5 o'clock kickoff. Great chance to find a new forever home uh, for one of these great rescue dogs. You know, in our house, we have a, a pug, Sammy, who was a rescue uh, from Pug Rescue. And there's something, I think, even extra special, not only having that friend in your life, but also knowing that you've taken a dog off the streets. You've saved one. You know, you've saved a life. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. We can't wait. And the game is going to be awesome. Last time these two teams played each other, Ben, uh, there were 20 cards shown, including three reds. So uh, the, these teams see red when they see one another. And I think we're going to have a, a really good day from start to finish. And in indoor soccer, that means there's power plays and, mm. you know, things like that. So, you know, it, it, it sparks the action. Now, one more fun fact for Sam that he probably didn't know. Who owned the soccers back in their heydays, the, the 1980s, with Julie Vidino? No. Ron Fowler was oh. the owner of the soccers before eventually becoming the owner of wow. the Padres and uh, now turning things over to Peter Seidler. All right, uh, Craig, since we uh, I told you I'd ask you this, before we get to the platform rankings, we were just talking about yeah. the automatic ball and strike system coming to all AAA games, half challenge, half just robot umps. What are your thoughts on what uh, is obviously coming to Major League Baseball before too long. Yeah, I love the challenge system. I heard what you guys were saying at the tail end uh, of the last segment there, and I generally agree with all of it. In fact, I, I think the manager shouldn't have anything to do with a ball strike challenge. Mm. I, I think it should be restricted to the hitter, the catcher, the pitcher, uh, as being the people like and that, and that yep. split that split second, as you guys are talking about. And when I've seen replays of the challenge system in action in you know a league last year that's exactly what it was and it wasn't confrontational at all you know it was pitches a little outside it's called a strike batter doesn't think so just taps the top of his helmet boom they go to the uh you know like they do in tennis right they, they go to the sky track there and go nope that one was a strike okay strike there it is and then you move along and i think it's going to take a lot of the unnecessary guff out of the game i think it's going to take a lot of emotion out of the the home plate experience uh and once the catchers and the umpires acclimate to this i think you're going to see a much more consistent strike zone too but it also would add an element of strategy because managers will have to instruct their players like hey you got to be smart about these challenges as well and not use them willy-nilly uh, something for us fans to dis discuss, which yes. is always entertaining as well. All right, speaking of entertainment, your uh, entertainment dollars going to many different streaming platforms nowadays. In addition to all the recommendation, uh, sorry, recommendations you make every year, Craig, you also uh, have our streaming platform reviews every year in January where your hard-earned dollars should be going to get the best bang for your buck on uh, television and, and prestige TV. 
Yeah, I always love it. Crossing streams, uh, Sammy, in addition to everything else, right? Right. <laughs> the Crossing streams podcast, uh, you know, our weekly look inside the world of streaming television. And, and the start of the year uh, is always such a fun time because, we, you know, our last podcast of the year, our rankings podcast, we talked about that last week. Our first podcast of the year is our streaming platform review podcast. And uh, I'm going to fly through some information here. And if you want to hear a lot more about it, there's an over two-hour Crossing Streams podcast going in detail, platform by platform, uh, available in your phone's podcast app uh, right now. So let's do this real quick, quickly reviewing the primary platforms that are available. Best quality out there, you got to go to HBO Max, which is adding Discovery Plus content this year for even more diversity. Uh, you're talking about essentially a $15 a month plan uh, to have HBO Max, and you get consistently quality shows in fact we reviewed 11 different shows from hbo max and had several in the top 10 top five uh, of last year's top 20 when you add discovery plus you've also got a good user interface you've got a real depth of library uh there because you combine hbo wb cnn dc hgtv cartoon network tnt there's just a lot under that umbrella so hbo max is your top quality right now uh in terms of streaming platform but for the second straight year ben top uh top value it's just a no-brainer it's the hulu disney plus espn plus bundle uh, yeah totally you, agree yeah you take these three properties together and you can get them uh if you choose to have them with some ads you can get 13 dollars uh, a month for these three platforms combined and it really is something for everything disney plus has between Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, they've just got that turn it on. It's the holidays. You've got the family over. You've got kids over. They want to turn on the TV. You don't want to be paying attention to what they're doing. You hit Disney Plus, and you know guaranteed not only is there going to be something up there that's not going to be inappropriate, but you've also got something that's probably going to be entertaining. And Andor on Disney Plus last year uh, was one of our top ten shows of the year. So uh, they've got the quality to go with the diversity. Hulu is an incredible spot for quality streaming television. It's got that FX corner. Uh, again, we talked about 11 different shows between Disney Plus and Hulu last year on the show. And ESPN Plus, of course, hey, if you're a fan of the Seals, you need to watch them there. If you're a fan of college basketball out of town or any college sport out of town, ESPN Plus becomes a must in your life. Otherwise, it's kind of the appendix to this deal. But for 13 bucks, it's worth it. But you also then, you know, every time you click on that Jeff Passan article that you wanted to read and they let you read two paragraphs and then say you can subscribe, right. if you have that bundle, you actually get to read all those and insider can, articles as well. And you can also correct Craig with ESPN Plus. You can also watch the normal ESPN channels with that as well, right? Uh, you do not oh, get do a not. direct feed of You ESPN. have to have a, no, uh, a regular subscription. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, okay. Unfortunately. But I do like having the, the ability to get those insider articles as well. All right, so a lot similar to what you said last year. What are some of the differences, Craig, the movers and shakers here in 2023? Absolutely. Biggest riser on our rankings list was Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, still extremely affordable at $7 a month or $70 for the year. And, you know, the first time we talked about this platform, we said, uh, it, sure, it came free with your phone, but there's like maybe three shows on there. Uh, and then Ted Lasso, of course, really, I, I think, exploded uh, the popularity of Apple TV+. Plus. But now they've really backfilled with a ton of quality. Severance 
one of the best shows of all last year. Slow Horse is incredibly entertaining. Pachinko, Prestige, Excellence, Blackbird, same thing. Mythic Quest, Bad Sisters, incredibly funny shows. About three years ago, they gave a lot of blank checks to a lot of different showrunners and creators and said, give us what you got. We saw what they had last year. And now Apple TV Plus fills in quality uh, with the with the affordability. And then you really talk about Netflix. And I, I'm starting to call this the Walmart of streamers, you know, uh, inexpensive, but continues to get slightly more so uh, at 15 and a half uh, per month now, uh, back to when it used to be $10. And of course, there's more content on Netflix than anywhere else. But a lot of it kind of falls into a range. If you like a, a pop-up reality competition series, you're going to find a dozen of them on Netflix. If you want to look for some true crime documentary, it's there. And, of course, there's going to be four or five new movies or series every week. But a lot of them are kind of that, you know, USA Network quality, uh, you know, right kind of in the middle uh, that become a bit unmemorable. Uh, and that's why Netflix is the behemoth. Every once in a while, it still hits, man. Like, I'm watching Pressure Cooker right now. I absolutely love it. But uh, there's a lot of mediocrity, but a lot of volume. All right. Then there's kind of the best of the rest. Uh, What are the kind of the leftover streamers we still haven't gotten to? Well, you know, first you talk about Amazon Prime, and I just consider it the outlier in the category because when I talk about Amazon, you get free delivery, right? And so that's why you have Amazon. And then you get access to Prime Video. I don't think there's very many people who don't have the Amazon service that subscribe to Amazon Prime. Still a weird user interface, but has a lot of quality content. Usually puts out two or three top 10 shows a year. If you are a soccer fan, you're probably subscribing to Peacock or Paramount Plus or both. If you're a San Diego Wave fan, the NWSL is on Paramount Plus. And of course, you get all the CBS properties. And there's one, Sammy, where... You can watch CBS on Paramount Plus. If there's a, you know, the Super Bowl, when they have CBS has it, it's streaming right then on Paramount Plus. So you do get that, that access in that way. I call them the reality champs because Survivor, Big Brother, Tough as Nails, The Amazing Race, uh, The Challenge, you know, all of these uh, great reality shows are hosted there. Uh, and then Peacock might be this year's Apple. Last year, we, can, we rated this the absolute lowest. I think their their audiences from holding EPL fans hostage uh, and, and getting Sunday uh, games that make Padres fans sign up for one month. Uh, but all of a sudden this year, we're seeing a lot of new shows coming out on Peacock. We just did yesterday and released our most anticipated shows podcast. And there's like a half dozen Peacock shows on there. So I'm going to hang on to it this year to see uh, if it comes to fruition. I think one of my uh, my better tweets of the year was after that Padres game when I said, okay, Padres game is over. Don't forget to cancel your Peacock subscription <laughs> so you don't Dude, get you're Sharks not to get next month. <laughs> All right, so yeah. ultimately you do this every year. All right, no one can get by with just one streamer. But we don't want to spend as much as we're spending on a cable bill, like $130 a month. What's the best bundle? And put it together and try to save us some money, but also give us plenty of content for the year. All right. Under $50, and your mileage may vary, right? If if you're a huge fan of Amazon's content, maybe you swap one of these out, right? But I start with HBO Max at $15. I think you're guaranteed every Sunday to see a good show on HBO Max, and you've got the You've got the library. It's the number one platform. The Hulu bundle at $13 gets you Disney Plus, gets you Hulu, gets you ESPN Plus. Netflix, $15.50. You're getting the most shows possible. Sure, a lot of them come in B to C grade. 
Paramount Plus at just $5 with ads is giving you access to the NFL. It's giving you access to March Madness. It's giving you access to the NWSL. And like I said, that entire kind of CBS suite, uh, the Taylor Sheridan verse. And if you add those all up, that's $48.50 a month. You're going to get a lot of sports. You're going to get a lot of quality content that at the end of the year winds up populating most of my top 25 list. There's my bundle for 2023. And then, by the way, buy a $20 one-time, if you don't have it, digital TV antenna, and you get still all the local channels like ABC10 and CBS and Fox for free, so you can still watch you know, big events, sporting events, World Series, all of that. You don't have to have a cable company for that. We still actually do broadcast it. Now, TVs don't come with rabbit ears anymore. It's at a digital signal, but a digital converter is really under 20 bucks on Amazon, mm-hmm. and you get all those as well. So I'm throwing that in there as well, Craig. I love that. And as offer network television and the local network shows that populate it. And, you know, I just love, Ben, how much you love this segment every year, and it does kind of make me feel like we have – 48 other appearances of exotic time wasting and, and, and fun reviews. But I'm sure glad that once a year, man, I really deliver for you. Well, Craig, uh, you always deliver, and uh, we're expecting you to do more so in 2023. Uh, we've got the uh, we've got the Craig Elston Prime service. So he delivers well, for it. free each, uh, each Friday for us because uh, we subscribe to him every, every year. Craig, good luck to the Sockers on Sunday, 5 o'clock kickoff. Uh, good luck to all the pets out there as well, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, boys. Sammy, good job filling in, man. Take care. Thank you. Craig Elston on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Finding Roads. Yeah, I got HBO Max. I've got the bundle, the Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. I got a new phone, so I just activated my three free months of Apple, and I'm going to try to get to Severance and a few of the shows, and then I, I set it in my phone a reminder to cancel it after three months if I feel like there's not much left to watch. When, when do you watch this stuff? I, watch, I feel like I don't yeah, have I know time it's to tough, watch this I, stuff. I, know, I don't have a ton of time. But I have days, all, you know, t- tonight, tomorrow, all Friday, right. Saturday. Then I'm watching sports. <laughs> though you're right. I also have kids and, you know, a wife at home. Who I don't have a wife or well, kids. So. And yeah, I still don't watch. I have to pay for everything. So <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm not giving up on all of it. All right, final hour. We've got an Italian Paul Rindle report coming up next on Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 